Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to Game... I don't even know what the intro is anymore. It's Monday, and game night is now. I'm so lost. Mex is not here, but I am joined by Flippin' Sweet himself, Jeff. I will stare blankly into the camera in his absence. Yeah. No, no, no I'll do and I was going to say, and, pl- and, playing, and playing the role of Mex is Steve. Yeah. Uh, what's going oh, on, guys? Shit. I'm going to have to sit here and gamble. I hate gambling. You don't like <laughs> but the he's got to fill that. Just, that's a big no. seat to fill. You, you, no. do have to, you do have to look and give us a money line bet on some esports coming yeah, up this weekend. I, I am the complete opposite of Ryan slash Mex because we used to go gamble all the time, but he would just put down any amount of money where I would put down the minimum because I would do it as entertainment, not as money gain because my hate for losing money outweighs my love for winning it. Yeah, no, I, I can't. I gamble. I don't gamble in Pennsylvania at all because they can't give you free booze. But in Vegas and Atlantic City, the whole goal is to get as many free drinks out of the waitresses as possible for the least amount of money. I I have only ever played one table game, and it was in Atlantic City when my brother and I went there. And uh, we had no idea what we were doing. It was one of these like super weird versions of Texas Hold'em. And like one of the they, table versions where you just kind of play one hand at a time. and Yeah, and the, the rules are really obtuse. So the guy gives me like two cards because I have to put down like five or ten bucks. And then he just looks at me and he gets his cards. And uh, he's like, do you want to hit? I was like, well, yeah, you only gave me like two cards. Wait, that's he's blackjack. Like, no, no, then he's like, <laughs> it, yeah, you're going to have to put down another five to see your next card. And I was like, oh, shit, I'm already I'm in on this. The wrong, so. I'm on the wrong table. Yeah, where's, so I put where's the like, drink lady? Get me a drink yeah. before I stand up. Put another five or ten, and he's, he gives me the next card, and, uh, and then he's like, "If you want it, if you want your fourth and fifth card, it's going to be another five and five. And I was like, "You've got to be fucking kidding me!" So Were you I was a already good hand at least. No, it was not good. Yeah. I, I think uh, I don't remember what it was at this point, but in the end, I had to put down 20 like twenty five, yeah, twenty twenty five bucks, and the guy finally finished the game, flipped all his cards and i won off of like a two pair it was something oh, really wow. bad this is that a I good won. happy ending to the story yeah i took the money and i never played another table game so i've got a 100 percent uh win rate that is fantastic i'm so proud of you hey jeff what have you been playing this week borderlands 3 oh yeah and pinball i finally went back to pinball. i saw i was very excited um uh, i'm glad somebody was um i i need new tables i can't i ditch pinball effects three about halfway through and i was like just going back to the vpx stuff does that at least have variety there um yeah i'm liking borderlands three it's the first of the three i've actually sat down and played yeah um it's repetitive as all hell but it's kept me entertained at least it's uh it would be i played a little bit of the first one and have never gone back so if i went into this game it would be starting fresh did is it does it make any sense as there's a person that doesn't understand that are, anything. There's people that we're supposed to like, and there's people that are dicks. You shoot the people that are dicks, <laughs> even though the people that you're supposed to like are remarkably unlikable. So what uh, the big negative that people have been saying on the internet is that it's too childish. Does it come off as too childish? Uh, you're forgetting, I grew up through like Duke Nukem, so nothing is too childish for me. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, no, I mean, it's, it's dumb, but it's... It's the equivalent of a summer blockbuster that isn't a Marvel movie. So it's a Fast and the Furious movie. It's a Fast and the Furious movie. Less budget, but yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> We're still talking about uh, Borderlands. Yes. Yeah, the controls are wonky, driving as shit, but for some reason I'm enjoying what I'm doing. All right, because I was looking at the esports and I can't read that shit at all. Uh, <laughs> I heard that the um, the game itself is getting some mixed reviews just on the technical level. Like, there's a lot of stuttering. There's a lot of just so I'm playing on the Xbox optimized. One X. Yeah. And I haven't noticed much that's gone wrong graphically. Uh, a lot of the probably centered around PC because that's where you get your a higher. A lot of variants. the problems are on the PC, and because there's no forum on the Epic Game Store, there's no centralized mm-hmm. location for people to bitch about it. Mm-hmm. So you're, that's why you're getting mixed instead of negative. <laughs> yeah, they're they're bombing reviews of Borderlands Two on Steam to try to get people to pay attention and like all over the like reddit forums and stuff they're they're in the wrong place but i i found that interesting that i did not realize that the epic game store did not have any system of reviews or forums i thought they would have one or the other but a six month exclusivity to the epic store so by the time it comes out on steam all those bugs will be fixed yep maybe yeah and you'll be able to play a game six months later for a full price mm mm-hmm However much the Steam review system is vulnerable to bullshit like that, I do enjoy that it's there. That if there's a game right. I don't really know a lot about and I open it up and it says anything other than Stellar, I know to at least be on guard and go check it out. Oh, do you even buy a game if you've not watched like at least three video reviews about it or picked out a couple things you like about it that you focus on? Depends. If it's like a AAA and it's going to cost me a couple bucks, like solid money then i will definitely be looking at reviews usually i just kind of follow what's in the zeitgeist because i i you guys know i mainline kotaku it's like the only gaming site i just (laughs) wind up visiting at work before i do all my actual work so generally when there's a hot topic game that everybody's dealing with you're going to see article after article related to it. They're going to put fluff articles about here's this game and what people are saying in Steam reviews. Here's this game that I've been playing. Well, and you'll you'll keep seeing it. It's in your head. So if that's something I'm interested in, I'll check it out. But if it's like an indie game or just something random that I found, I want to see those Steam reviews at, at like overwhelmingly positive or better, depending on what's what's going on. See, I, I do that. I... Good. No, I was gonna say I treat Steam reviews like I treat Amazon reviews, and like nothing. I don't, I don't trust anybody that can put like open forums like that. I'll find a game. I'll get my news from somebody I trust, somebody I know that shares a similar opinion of video games that I do. I, I don't it, it, Steam reviews and the lack thereof on uh, Epic Game Store mean nothing to me. They, it's you know obviously they uh, those... just review bomb stuff anyway, so they're not worth looking at in my opinion. That's it's more of just a litmus test, right? Like, if you go to buy something on Amazon and you see it's got three out of five stars, that's at least going to be like, what's up? And then you're going to look into it deeper. If, if, it if was it's just a five movie, out of... though, three out of five stars means critics don't like it. I'm going to enjoy it. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. <laughs> Movies are in their own world because there's tons of shit that like, hey, the audience is at a 99% and the critics give it like a five. So that's that's a taste issue, but... There's all sorts of stuff that can be wrong with a game that's on paper pretty good. Uh, so at, at the very least, you just use it to like set off that red flag to check into it deeper if it's anything less than than great. Same with you know Amazon reviews. If I see something that's at like a three out of five, I'm gonna go check the comments and see what people are saying about it. Like the beach towels I almost bought, 
they were sitting at like a four to five. And when you go look at it, there's just picture after picture of people who are like, this shit falls apart. Like it's, I put it in the wash once and it's, it's now just a giant ball of string. And I'm like, okay, I'll go find one that doesn't do that. Yeah, it's, but it's, it's, you sound like you use your store as your curation, and that's just not something that I've ever done. I usually know what I'm going to find. I don't, I don't go to the store looking. I, I know what I'm buying, I, I guess is what I'm going I, I usually go into a video game knowing I want it, but I will always listen to, uh, there's a channel on YouTube called ACG. Mm-hmm. They always do a very good 15 to 20 minute review tell you if it's worth a buy at full price, if you should wait for a sale or never touch it. Uh, and then I'll find a smaller channel with, like, you know they're not getting a review code. Mm-hmm. And I'll listen to their review as well and kind of balance the two off of each other. Yeah. Is the way I've always done it. Uh, usually when I pick up a game, it's only out of three sources. It's either I keep hearing about it and I go check it out myself. It's I just open up Steam and see what's like their current offerings and if anything's interesting because they're getting a little bit better with showing you stuff that's more like stuff you bought and not just general crap. And I'll let it curate for me sometimes because there's only so much the media can handle. There's way more games than their stuff. And sometimes it will find something that I'm interested in. I'll throw it on a wish list and wait for a sale. And the third, I don't do it much anymore, but I used to listen to um, a streamer podcast almost like ours, but, you know, legit streamers that have been forever. (laughs) Nobody's this good, so you stop doing it? Yeah. Uh, No, I I like them. I just replace them with other stream, with other podcasts right now. Speaking of falling through the cracks, I also played Greedfall. Oh, yeah? That (laughs) Um, game did not look very good. Is Is it okay? It is okay. That is the definition of an okay game. Um, I'm having fun with it. It's like a very discount, like, Groupon version of Assassin's Creed. Mm. Uh, But I'm having a lot of fun with that, even though the the mouth animations are really bad. That's what made it look real bad. Because even in their, like, video promotion, it looked bad. But that's what blows my mind about Like, I'll walk through this. Like, I haven't left the first town yet. I was just doing all the missions that I can in there before I head out. And, like, you'll look around and you'll be like, wow, this looks like a really lived-in city. Like, they put some effort into making the city look believable. And then somebody will just start, like, moving their mouth like this when they're talking to you. And it's just like, oh, okay, I'm completely taken out of it right now. <laughs> it's worth 30 Do not buy full price. Is that is that a full price game? Is that a sixty dollars game? It is a fifty dollars game. game. That's what would you say? Borderlands is. I would put Borderlands at forty. You'll have fun with it at forty. You can take the Steve path and get it for twenty in two years, and still have a good time with it. And uh, Steph and the Borderlands games always have tales. Like they always kind of hang around. They're always updating them. People talk about them for a long time. So they'll throw out a bunch of DLC for a while to keep it going. Like you know, Fallout was Fallout Four was around forever because they just kept putting out another DLC. Except all the DLC mostly sucked. Um, how would you say it improved upon? one two and the awkward ones in between interesting you ask i did not play one or two <laughs> okay so you're you're in the, this the is, dark I, this it's is not annoying to me yet i guess is what i could say okay i mean i've heard from other people is it's more of the same 
that's that was sort of the issue that I had because I really, really liked one when it came out. Played it, beat it like twice. Uh, I started to play two and we never finished it. And it didn't quite live up to all the changes they said they were going to make. And it was it was fun when I played it. And then I bought like, I don't know, 2.5 or something like that because they had some in between. And I didn't play that for longer than like five hours. I was like, I just bought the same game with slightly mm-hmm. different heroes and i was like i want something new and interesting and something that changes but i, I didn't get it and I i've heard like how it looks what's up dan no i'm leaving <laughs> to max in chat uh, i i do like how it looks uh and that is a game that will age well oh so it, is the, kind, it is the kind of game you can hold off on if game crunch is an issue like you have a bunch of shit coming out or price is the issue when it is that game it'll still look great Mm -hmm. yeah i think the difference is for you claptrap is new and quirky and interesting where i've been dealing with his stupid fucking ass for like uh 10 years to be fair it's a a different character i've met so far there's not one likable character i've met yet (laughs) Mm, yeah no it's it's pretty much gonna be all that that's just the humor of the game well steve what have you been playing this week uh, I played a tiny bit of Remnant, uh, and I screwed myself over yet again during the same thing that I did last time. I you couldn't. Yeah, uh, I started wandering through this dungeon because uh, they updated the game now that you can go to any dungeon you want. I did see that. You, they, they, you can re-roll the dungeon so that you can get the gear. I don't know if they screwed it up or not, but they let you into any of the three worlds. I think there's actually four, but only three are re-rollable. So mm-hmm. I've been playing on the first and second, and when I went to adventure mode, it let me just go to the third, so I did. And then I was like, I'm just going to see what's here, get some boss weapons. And there is a thief that runs out and grabs an item and then disappears, and he'll show up a few times in the world, and that's your only chance to kill him to get the item. And didn't know what he had, and I actually managed to kill him, and he dropped a level nine weapon when all of my stuff i haven't moved it from six on purpose and i was like oh no oh no and i quickly shut down my game without getting to a save crystal and then i came back later and turned it on and i was like who thank god i didn't like get to a checkpoint or anything the game auto saved and now i have this thing stuck in my inventory <laughs> i was like shit so yeah that was not ideal but it's not game breaking either i'll just start playing at level nine so level six mm-hmm. uh played went back to dung greed because i have one more run to... oh shit i forgot about that game yeah i i've beaten it like five or six times and then you can sort of keep re-rolling it or whatever but this is my last run and then i will officially declare my dominance over that game and put it as the first completed game of 2019 he's on the board folks i my my wish for the rest of this year is i want to finish dungreed because i'm right there i want to finish uh remnant which shouldn't be too bad as level six yeah <laughs> well and it's not level nine now wildlands I would like to finish it, but I think that's going to be very grindy because there's just so much you crap I have to You already have 400 hours in that game. How are you not done with it yet? Because 
Uh, I don't. Are you trying to hundred percent it? No. No, I spent so long in the early game, like hunting down weapons, hunting down all the perks to like make your character stronger and stronger. And now it doesn't matter. Like I'm just strong enough, but I have to go kill all these people, and they keep putting you in really dumbass missions that keep screwing me over. And every time they put me on a stealth mission, I'm like, don't, don't do that. Just let me go in and shoot everybody. I can murder the entire world with every gun that I have. And they're like, you can't let one guard see you. Or you have to reset the whole mission. Like, yeah, God, I'm not fucking a big, damn it! Not a big fan of that game mechanic. That feels very old timey. Like there's that was a that was a way to pad out the game to make the game feel longer when games were short. But now that you know any normal games are letting you play a mission however you feel like playing a mission, and when they force you to do something like that, it feels yeah. There, uh, I just cringe every time they make me do one, and most of the time I still kill everybody. It's just you can't be spotted mm-hmm. at all. Uh, so it just have to be very careful with it, but uh, uh, it it annoys me to the point where I'll like do a couple missions, beat one of the generals of which I still have maybe a third of them left, and then I'll just put it down for a while. And I do want to finish some games before twenty nineteen is up, so I think I'm just gonna find a good just day or two just it. to yeah, just wrap it up. Well, I finished another game for 2019. I finished Fire Emblem Three Houses. I'm not starting the podcast. I'm applauding. And what <laughs> so is I your score out of 10? Uh, that is a solid 8.5. I thought you said Hello. 5 in chat. Hmm? No, no nice. I, was, I don't remember putting a score on it in chat. It uh, it was my game of the year. I think it might have slipped out of game of the year contention, or you know, out of the number one spot from the last two chapters the last two mm. two months, which you didn't experience because you had a completely different game than I did in the second Correct. half. Um, it, it felt like it overstayed its welcome at the end. And uh, I was I was ready for it to be over once the first of the three endings happened. Um, it was a very good game. As somebody who does not like dating simulators and does not like tactics games, for me to play... 25 like hours a a half, yeah. of a tactic dating simulator it, it has to be a pretty good game so all I'm in all pretty good so i play it again then <laughs> yeah it's it's uh it's already back in the mail i don't want to look at it ever again but i did enjoy <laughs> i did enjoy it i'm not going back to devil may cry 5 is still number one devil may cry 5 went back on top yep that that That's game it. was that game was just really really fun yep and give you fun. yeah i also started playing gears 5 on uh, the two dollar for two month for Game Pass PC, you can't freaking beat that, man. So, oh. yep, I got about maybe two I hours into that. that. That's a good game. That's a really yeah, good I, game. I haven't had time to sit down and play it. It's too much other shit I've paid for. It's in. my it's my first Gears of War mouse and keyboard, which is not typically the way I like to play video games. Um, yeah, right bumper reload. But uh, all I have is a PlayStation 4 controller at the moment, and trying to play with the Xbox Not props true. popping up. Your Switch controller will connect. Okay. But then the the letters not only won't correspond right, they will actually be the same letters, but just wrong. At least the PlayStation is completely different. Right. But, uh, yeah, I don't have an Xbox controller, and all the buttons are mapped to Xbox controllers. I had the same problem with um, Tomb Raider. The two, all the button prompts were came up as I, Xbox buttons. I, I can't imagine a 
Xbox 360 controller wouldn't be dirt cheap right now. Even oh, a wired yeah. one. No, it's the thing is there probably is one in my house somewhere. I just can't find it. And gotcha. I just right it's it's right here. So that's the controller I use. Plus, I like a PlayStation controller more than I like the Xbox controller. I know I'm Completely weird. Completely disagree. I know I'm weird, but um, I do really like the game. It's a lot of fun, and it is totally worth two dollars. Um, <laughs> it is absolutely worth two dollars. Yeah, yeah, you can you can definitely finish it in two months before that trial ends. And uh, I don't not, know about that. <laughs> uh, it's not that long of a game. It doesn't. It doesn't feel like it's going to be that long of a game. It's probably going to be like nine, ten hours. Like the I last haven't. One. I haven't hit. I haven't gotten tired of the open worldy stuff that they decided to jam in for no reason, which I'm not happy about. But as long, I think I'm just going to mainline everything. I don't really need to get every collectible, but I'm having a lot of fun. It's a good game. Yeah, the the only exposure I've had to it is we. I've jumped in the night some random dude walked into my house. No, oh, yeah. Um, we a friend of mine played uh, horde mode with three people who were way better than us and we didn't want to quit because we wanted to see how far we would make it and they just continually dragged us through this game we made it through 42 waves before they uh before they mercifully were all murdered by whatever those things are called i can't remember i don't know i've been playing forever and i don't know those the hive the horde hive hive. or something Course, worm face worm. looking people. Yeah, we're really bad at video game talking. <laughs> Slipknot backup dancers. Well, um, Steve, usually, you usually play a lot of games on your phone, and Apple might have a service that you might be interested in. Uh, nope. no, because <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't do the Apple ecosystem. Well, I'm going to just... go on record here as saying, uh, fuck Apple. You know, so I was trying to have a nice transition into something else so i'm just just hard cutting from one topic yeah. to the next you tried it was a you couldn't just take you know two seconds and appease me and just say oh yeah well, tell me I about this new app great it's a great, it's a great deal all hang right on, we'll, hang on. i'll we'll pretend start. like i have no choice okay i'm an apple user <laughs> apple arcade 4.99 for oh, 4.99 uh no, revolutionized digital game distribution no. Nobody's it's ever for, tried this before. It's visionary. Sorry. No, it's ple- it's for plebeians. If you're a real Apple owner and something's four ninety nine, it's like no, that should be four nine nine. Then the <laughs> like, I want to pay five hundred dollars and have access mm. to one curated game a year that <laughs> is not updated and doesn't work half the time. Also, you need a separate new charging cable that only works if you're playing those games. Well, no, you need a whole separate keyboard and mouse. Uh, or a a controller, which the docking station is a thousand dollars. Game well, night now. So clearly here's, not brought to you by Apple. Yeah, clearly not. <laughs> here's the deal: they actually, all jokes aside, they did a very un Apple move and announced that PlayStation Four controllers and Xbox One controllers now natively work in iOS. Dip so, into that Stadia money. Yep. So they. They announced the streaming service, and it's mobile games, and they have some exclusives, and they don't look awful. I know you guys are have been making fun of it, but there are some decent games in here. Um, there's a Choo Choo Rocket game coming. Choo Choo Rocket, any Choo Choo Rocket series. fans? There is the, uh, the the Pac Man uh, Battle Royale game from. I'm assuming it's just going to be a port of the old one, but that could be fun. There's a new Frogger coming. New Frogger. Yeah. Let, let me. Let me rewrite this for you. And if this if this was a subservice of Steam, I'd probably be psyched for it. But since it's on Apple, I don't care. It's like saying a foreign country is releasing the 
Soldier Boy Xbox 20 and it's going to have a really good service and I'm like that's great don't give a fuck <laughs> it's unfortunately not for me but I can see why uh, the trendiest people in my life would be excited for it it's, yeah, getting more people into games is always good, so I'm happy for it. What I think, what we talked about earlier in curation of games and being able to in discoverability, this is going to do wonders for that. If this takes off and it gets enough people signed up, it's going to allow these smaller developers to get their game on there and get people talking about it. This is the reason why um, Game Pass is so good for the smaller developers because, yeah, you're giving your game, essentially giving your game away. You get a small amount of money when people play it, but you're getting it in people's mouths and people buy the game that other people talk about. You, we've just proven I, that because that's what we talked about for the first 15 minutes of the show. I, I might be in the minority because I have bought games that have come out on Game Pass and I have them for free. And I go, no, I enjoyed this enough to put money down on it and let them know that I support their game. And then I have it. That's for when the I most anti-Steve statement I've ever heard in my entire life. I know. Life. No, if I like a game, I'll support it. I've done it before. Even like mobile games that, uh, if I like it enough, I'll like pay for something stupid like no ads, or I'll buy one of the dumb like two dollar deal things. But now, if I like something, I will support it if I feel like they I disagree. We pay attention it. to the chat, but it does jar the rest of the podcast to a halt. Yeah, yeah just, it's also just... the chat's usually not on topic, so you have to just do uh, oh a chat blah blah blah, and then come back to what yeah. you were saying. No, we, we, uh, I was, occasionally, I was, I was literally just about to pull in a chat conversation from earlier talking about Rayman because there's a game called Rayman Mini coming to the, the subscription service. I do believe it's one of the it back around. It's one of the exclusives, if not a timed exclusive. But there there's some decent little games in here, um, and if it can make a mobile game that you can pay a reasonable amount of money for and not have it littered with micro microtransactions. I, for one, am all for this because that's, yeah. that's the downfall of microtransactions or downfall of video of uh, mobile video games is the microtransactions. I don't like that. Them. Well, microtransactions that is just for the sake of microtransactions yes. is the problem. It's, it's yeah. because nobody's willing to pay 99 cents for a game. Like it's, it's, it's so foreign. A cup of coffee costs you $3, but no, I'm not going to spend 99 cents on a game they can't get it for free it's just a race to it's a race to the bottom to get you know in people in front of people and then you just try to take advantage of them on the back end see i really like the model of what is this game called i screw up the name i've had it for like two or three years now night of the full moon and it's like a card game semi roguelike sort of thing and i really enjoyed the gameplay story was sort of whatever but uh, there's different character classes. So you could play for free on the first one, but it's going to cost you like a dollar per class. There's a handful of classes. And now there's like two-ish DLCs for three or four bucks. And like that's it's enough money that I don't mind paying to get more and more out of the game and support the developer. And it's not an in-your-face every time you like die. They're like, pay more money to try a different class or pay more money to re-roll and try again. And I... I really enjoyed that system because it towed that very fine line of like exploitation versus just here's the game that we want you to try and pay money for. Mm -hmm. See, I mean, I, I disagree with what the chat's saying right now about people not wanting to play games on a, on a small screen. The, some of the biggest like segments of gaming right now, PopCap makes more money for EA than 
like most of their other segments do. It's, yeah, there, there, are, <laughs> there are a lot of people playing games. Maybe not the hardcore, but just because the hardcore aren't doing it doesn't mean that there's not a market out there for people that are interested to play games. Oh, there's a market, but I don't take long enough shits to be a mobile gamer. <laughs> like that's where you're going to spend most of your time. My my phone screen is almost as big as my Switch screen, so it's not oh, it's not that far off. It's about the same it's size as a Switch mini screen. I, I probably play, at this point, way more mobile games than I do normal games just because... I keep finding myself waiting on stuff or I just, I don't want to come down, start up a game that doesn't have a, the ability to pause. Uh, I just want to relax, put something on YouTube and then play a game on the couch for like the last hour of the day. So having an actual like a decent game on mobile is so rare that I welcome that return to that sort of thing if they can do it. Mm-hmm. Nintendo Switch, hit the sleep button, put it back in the dock. You're back in business when you come back. Yeah, I would love to. They're a little on the pricey side last time. Google, I checked. Stadia, oh, no, I Google Stadia, you just hit the suspend button and your game is just sitting there waiting for you with no loading at all. Nobody's buying into Stadia. You'll see. <laughs> You'll see. Well, when one what? streaming service or when one subscription service rises, another falls. Discord Nitro is pulling the games from their Nitro service. Not the uh, Nitro the... service is not going away, but the game portion of it is. Which is also, awful Discord news. had a service called Nitro for games that you could have played had you not entirely ignored it. <laughs> they, uh, it's not great news for uh, Killer Queen Black, which was given away for free to anybody that had Discord Nitro. Uh, and that game's not even out yet, so I guess tough shit. But even even Killer Queen Black could not save Discord Nitro's free game service. So rest in peace. Nope. Yeah. I can't see the Although, topics that I put fair, in the chat right now because if I click off to go back to the original thing, so somebody's going to need them, to tell me what I was supposed I to talk about. I wrote them down for this exact reason, but I do want to say, shit, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> oh, that's what I wanted to say. <laughs> if you did have a game in there you paid for, you still get to keep it, Google Stadia. Uh, the next topic was the GameStop closing 190 to 200 stores. That's it's it's That was just more of a, you know, another nail in the coffin for games but did you see the video of the test stores the did retro you? test stores they're doing i did not but i did see their new ad campaign which is the dumbest commercial i've ever seen i don't know if i'm just so out of touch with what kids think are funny now but hgtv Flossy. has been playing the same stupid commercial over and over again for the last three days and if you haven't seen it look it up it's a guy walking into the store saying you know, walking up to the salesman, going, the salesman going, can I help you? The guy going, I don't know, can you? And then the, the salesman laughs in his face for 15 seconds. He hands him, he goes, yes, I can. Hands him Borderlands 3. It pans back out to a guy playing the guitar, and then the, the thing ends. That's the whole uh, thing. They're, they're trying to be Old Spice without a budget. Yeah, but bad Old Spice. Okay. Not, it's yeah. Random, yeah. random, but not funny. Okay. Now, in their test stores, what they've done is, like, when you, the one I saw, when you walk in, there's, like, a big 50-inch TV on the wall hooked up with modern systems. And scattered throughout the building are CRT TVs with, like, Nintendo 64s, Dreamcasts, uh, they had Retron 5s plugged in. And that any game they had used, you could try out and play in one of these areas. Uh, They moved more like a JCPenney style 
clothing rack where the shirts are like folded in the middle uh, instead of just hanging up on the wall with all the other discount shit nobody's going to buy. Uh, they have an area where you can get candy or drinks or they want you to hang out there and mm. maybe buy a game. And it's the kind of move that they probably should have done like four or five years ago. Yeah, they should. When, when, when think... they realized that people were going to stop buying, you know, physical games, because I feel like the writing's been on the wall for a long time. Well, they now. they even have a place where you could play physical board games there now, in the the test store that I saw online. Um, I think it's a good idea. They still probably have about two thousand too many stores. Yeah, well, that I mean, that all comes from when they bought what. EB games and Babbage's and Funko Lands and all. We still have a Babbage's by us for some reason. I thought that it's not. It's I not have the been to that yeah. Babbage's by you guys. No, yeah. Now that I think about it, it's in like a really depressing mall that's like, yep. like a split level house, but not two floors. Uh, it's it's just one floor. We have a, we have, a like dis- a we have a discount movie theater. Yeah, it keeps winding right down. By the discount because it's I have been dome. there. I have been near you people. Yeah. He never I, came and said hi. No, I, always, <laughs> I always have mixed emotions whenever these things just kind of fade out and go away. Like they have it coming, right? This mm-hmm. this isn't the world for them anymore. But it's always just like another piece of something you spent your childhood dealing with that now is lost to antiquity. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like coming to your hometown if you hadn't been there in 10 or 20 years and everything's different. Like all the old places used to hang out have been bulldozed and there's new stuff everywhere. The, and one, the one really, the cool thing about what's happening to our local mall is that all the big stores are leaving and they're leaving these empty storefronts that I guess are really cheap to get into. So now there's just like cool stores, like comic book stores. And there's that like skateboard slash magic shop in there that would have never existed back in the day. And there's like somebody selling like wicker furniture. It, like, yeah, the, but not Amish. They're not. They might be. <laughs> yeah, the uh, what is it? The Harrisburg East Mall, the two tier one. Yeah. So I have my right. They're hair. just the Harrisburg Mall now, but whatever. So there was a game store on the second floor that I walked into, and I was like, "Oh, this is an actual like legit game store where there's tables for people to play, and there's Friday Night Magic and whatever other like hot games are." And I haven't seen one of those in a mall in forever. I, I still think the whole mall is going to slowly disappear had they mm-hmm. not sort of attached themselves to the redneck haven that is Bass, Bass Pro, Pro Shop. Shop. Yeah. So uh, they like mutated into half Bass Pro. But like every time I hear about GameStop disappearing, I have that same reaction that I would to like a library closing, where it's sort of a sad event. And it's something you don't want to see go. But at the same time, I haven't stepped foot into a library since uh, at least like middle school. Mm -hmm. So I'm not actually losing anything other than something that I thought I liked. Like, I actually hate GameStop, but that's the last bastion. Only game plays have ever been carded at. To buy a buy an M rated game? Yep. Tried to buy Resident Evil 2 on the Dreamcast. At a GameStop when we had a Babbage's still in the mall, so I walked three stores down and bought it there with no questions asked. <laughs> the uh, libraries are cool, dude. You need to you need to go back in there, especially with a kid. They have a lot of free activities for your child, and they are like a free like movie store as well. They have movies and video games. They have three D printers now. If you want to like print out something, 
usually get a, yeah. a bunch of a filament for free. Check it out. Library, li- libraries surprised me once I realized that they were still around and books were not really the thing that they were doing anymore. Yeah, I, learning I, is fun. Game night now. The local library in E-Town is not looking that good. Like, I think they're on their way out. I don't think there's anybody in there. Yeah, they, but they the, haven't really come come around, but you can get a passport there. So that's where I... Yeah, did. they they have other features that aren't related to the library. Like masturbating homeless. Yeah, but I've been thinking about the Hershey Public Library because they've got it. funding. Like, yeah, they, they'll put they're anything They're completely in there. redoing it. It's, I don't even think it's open right now, to tell you the truth. But uh, uh, they are reopening it soon, and it's going to be... It looks pretty cool. It's, they're probably just going to morph into that megaplex that the pool is going to be. The pool was closed, too. I went by the, the pool, pool in the middle of the summer, and there was no water in it. I didn't Do realize. You not, did you not know what's happening to that place? No. No, they're demolishing the entire thing and putting in like a whole new civic center. But they definitely screwed up their timing, apparently, because they were supposed to close this summer so construction can begin and finish by like 2021 but they all of the bidding that they did fell through and so it's being pushed more and more years they could have just stayed open for another while Uh, apparently the pools needed just some work and they just decided instead of you know bothering to repair this ancient structure we'll just annihilate it and rebuild a sweet new golden city that nobody wanted to actually build <laughs> so yeah. jeff's face when we're talking about the hershey public pool is what your face looks like <laughs> when we're talking about video games yeah <laughs> jeff what else we got on the docket the, well. what, what else do we got on the docket uh civ 6 got a battle royale mode are you interested in a battle royale version of civilization 6 yes but i probably won't play it no this this looks like something that'd be fun to watch though Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I would watch this as an esport, mm-hmm. hands down. I think that's what they're um, what they're they're just trying to get a more fast paced version, something that they can get you know in front of people's eyes. I I actually welcome because like when Call of Duty came in, everything turned into a Call of Duty style shooter, and it just we have battle royales now, so everybody's jumping to battle royale. But what's surprised me this time is everybody's putting their own little twist on it. Mm-hmm. They're not just copying that same platform. So I welcome it. No, it looks like a the lot. weird. It looks like a lot of fun. And uh, go ahead, Steve. I was going to say, I really want to see the rule set for that. I, I heard they were going to do it, but I want to know the nitty gritty. Like, is it still some sort of timed, yes, quick turn base? There's a red zone closing in on you. There are resources like tanks, helicopters, and other things like that. Uh, you can either work your way past people. You can murder them on your way, but there can only be one survivor to get to the spaceship in the middle to get off of the dystopian hellscape weird yeah i definitely want to check that out i would i would watch that a little bit uh i'm i'm getting too fed up with battle royales i mean what was it like four or five months ago we were talking about CS:GO, and they mm-hmm. put a new battle royale and nobody's ever said a peep about it after it came out Not like nobody gives it. two shits about that no it's it, when you just try to straight up copy the popular ones right now like there are some that found popularity apex legends coming to mind first like, for every 10 of those you get yeah. one completely new idea like tetris 99 yeah that's yeah. a perfect use of battle royale yeah i mean the, the thing is like 
games like this have been around for a while, like the last man standing modes. And it's just, it's just fun to make people kind of think outside the box with their own game to try to like slam this into it because they know they can get a headline if they have some sort of battle royale. I, for one, accept it. Uh, what Pokemon else? Pokemon got... 150 gun game. Give it to me now, <laughs> Nintendo. Game Freak. Do it. Cowards. You cowards. Uh, at, least, so... at least Fortnite did it right, though, because they copied something that was more popular. Yeah. <laughs> but then what they did is they decided to, as more and more competitors come out, copy the parts that work from them in order to keep on top. And well, that is a good business strategy. Now from when yeah. I started playing it, and it's the same game. Yeah. Now, when we first started this channel, Fortnite had just dropped Battle Royale. I mean, it wasn't the cultural phenomenon that it is now, and we were bad at it. Yeah. I feel like if we would have stuck with it and gotten good, we could be much more popular than we are right now. Um, it came out so long ago that I paid for it. Like, I you paid for the, the Save the World, yeah. It's a... like, wait till December 2017. There's still a team or... devoted to save the world, and there is a select small group of people that actually enjoy that still. So there's... I was going to say, did that ever actually release? Because that's what I was interested in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it did release in a physical version, and the original PlayStation version is a pricey game mm-hmm. that I had in my cart and didn't buy. You should have bought it. You wouldn't have ever sold it, but you should have I want it. it. That's correct. Yeah, my game value has no actual value if I refuse to move on from it. Indeed. Well, Tokyo Game Show is this week, and nobody online does a good recap of what's happening at Tokyo Game Show. All kinds so of shit happens, but we get like drip feed information yeah. out of it. But the the one big thing that everyone seems to want to talk about is uh, Hideo, Hideo Kojima literally saying everything about his video game. And it being what very the weird. What is that game? I don't know. Be? I don't know. <laughs> it involves like strategically placing items on your body so that you're not off balance, so that you can walk good. <laughs> yep. It involves I actually kind of like that. There's a peeing mechanic too. that uh, grows a mushroom that has some kind of multiplayer. If enough people pee on the mushroom, something they, quote unquote something good happens. Yeah, it's See, they, the they lost me with the social aspect of it. I don't want to play piss simulator with other people. No, it's... if you zoom in on uh, his crotch too many times, he punches you in the face. <laughs> they it's... had a similar uh, trophy like that for near uh, Tomada. Yeah, it's like the way the camera works. If you do like an upskirt twenty times, uh, it calls you <laughs> out for being a pervert. At least it keeps count. It does. Uh, I think it's supposed to be like uh, the the Dark Souls multiplayer, where it's a persistent overworld. Yeah. Because if you played Dark Souls, like people can write messages on the ground, and some of them will be things like "Here's a hidden wall," and so they're helpful. And other ones will be like "Jump here, treasure ahead," and it's just a cliff. And the system is that you can rate the the message. But you can't rate it up or down. So if you if it's a really bad message, it'll have the same sort of rating as a really good message. And uh, I think the later ones also had like spirit ghosts. So your game would like take samples of other people as they were either playing or dying, and you'd just like you'd be sitting there next to an area that is a really difficult walkway and you just see these ghosts of people just tumbling off over and over again. You're like, okay, this, uh, there, there might be something around that's going to jump me. But uh, I like that because it's, it's multiplayer, but it's not intrusive. 
mm-hmm. except for the people who can actually invade. But I did like that aspect. It it did have a socialness to it. And I heard that it was like that for this, where, yeah, people can pee on mushrooms, but all that does is just sort of triculates to other people's games. So now there's like, hey, this piss room gives me like plus 10 attack or plus 10 lean versus my backpack or something. But people can put down items in their world which will then populate into other ones because i said you can put your extendo ladder across the cliff but if somebody already did it hey you you can rate them up and that's you're good to go so i don't know i kind of like the idea that that's something they just move to another game but is it also going to be one of these things where now you don't even have to worry about items because your whole world is populated by shit people already littered across the landscape there's some sort of limitation on what can be in your game or else it's just going to be full of trash like the whole yeah. game is just going to be trash i kind of hope it is like that where it's just there it, cliffs don't exist anymore it's just a persistent you thing of pick, ladders you have to pick up ladders because <laughs> yeah. there's so many ladders you can't move <laughs> tripping over these goddamn ladders i can't get anywhere i'm i need to i'm going i'm now officially on radio silence for this game i Good, can't i didn't too. watch i didn't watch his 90 minute presentation i watched the little seven minute trailer um I copied look. those two clips from the article yeah. and put them in there. That's like, that's pretty much seemed, my entire knowledge right. of, of what happened with, with those two little clips you put in. And it, they both seem like at odds with what this game wants to be. So it's either going to be a oh, it's going to be a giant shit show of a game, yeah, or piss show, I guess. Um, but if I know any more about it, I'm not going to want to play. Yeah, it. no, we're we're going to find out if Konami was holding Kojima back or if they were necessary to keep his games on track. And we won't have to wait very much longer because that game is coming out really soon. Like November every, every time, 15th? every time somebody talks about that game, I forget that it's this year. And then somebody goes, "Oh yeah, and Star Wars is there too." I'm like, "Shit, Star Wars is right in that thing too." I forgot about Star Wars. <laughs> that comes out like the same week. Yeah, yeah. So God damn it! Why yeah, do they do this? November is going to be a busy <laughs> month. Outer Worlds also comes out next month. Yes, that game looks Ooh. good. I like that. I like the way that game looks. Um, well, I think that's all about all the time we have this week. Uh, if you like what you oh. heard, what we have the whole post show. Did you have something game. else? Yeah. Even game related though. Yeah, it can be game related. All right, all right. finish it up. We'll move on. <laughs> if you, if you like what you heard, <laughs> you can catch us on podcast services. Just search Game Night Now. Jeff's over at twitch.tv slash flipping sweet playing pinball again. Playing pinball again. That that a boy. Uh, Tuesdays and Fridays. Not this Friday, Not but yes. Not this Friday, but typically Fridays. Typically Fridays. Uh, for uh, Steve, I'm Dan. We will catch you next week. Uh, I won't. Bye. <laughs> now, Steve will be at the beach, but we will have the triumphant return of Max. Maybe. I hope we didn't do too good of a job that he thinks that we can continue to do this without him. Nobody cares. Nobody's here except Steph, who is the best. Yeah. Steph, this is, the, this is the part we actually will talk to you, so now you probably don't want to go away. Now's the inter- interactive portion of the evening. Steve, what do you got oh. video game related here? Uh, yeah, so um, two things for Resident Evil. There's the that new one that's coming out. I guess they the finally released the other details. Yeah. And I was like, wow, they just copied that uh, Friday the 13th game. Like That's and, just all yeah, it is. It's a team of survivors. Dead by Daylight and all those yeah, that's 4v1 didn't Super we talk about that last week? I feel like we talked about that last week. We touched on it, but touched I don't think it. they released that information yet. So it was still a questionable, okay. like, what the game was. But now, that's really just fucking boring. Uh, also, though, uh, Kotaku offered up some 
some information that I was like, wow, I kind of want to see that. There was a guy who finished Resident Evil 2 with a 0% I accuracy. I saw that. I saw that. And I was... My my very first thought was like, "Wow, Dan's Dan played video. That played Dan played Resident Evil too." Because, uh, you're not that bad. You you are bad though. Uh, no, it was like I bet you he had to use the knife all the way through. And I was like, "But can you knife some of those bosses to death?" And then I was like, "I bet you the game doesn't calculate for explosions." And then I read the article and I was like, "Fuck yeah, I got it right." And uh, they were saying how like you actually have to be super accurate with the rocket launcher grenade launcher and stuff like that because i forgot that there's an npc that you have to kind of guard and you can't just like blow everything up so you have to get your explosions within the radius without hurting her and there's also some other subtle tricks that i love to hear about when people are doing that like hoard all of the ammunition for common stuff because then the game once you start to hit max will move over into offering up the other stuff Mm-hmm. So it's like, ah, oh, that's that's pretty sweet. So for a, yeah. someone who claims to hate speedruns, I feel like you would really like speedruns because mm-hmm. a lot of these tricks and whatnot are what are utilized to to play the game. It a speed run to me is a lot like a podcast in that I need somebody that I'm sort of invested in. Like it's a personality, it's something interesting to watch, and also I want to stick to it. I don't really care about how fast you can beat the game, but if you're going to do something out there, I'd be more interested in it. Plus, speedruns... A little bit. Uh, Mex's wife is afraid of umbrellas. What? (laughs) This needs needs explaining. How do you go about dropping something (laughs) like this when you're not on the show? Right. We sit here and we struggle to find topics for the post show. We and argue about syrup for the four hundred time, <laughs> and you've had this. You've had this the whole time, and you've st- like, I don't even know what to say. We're talking yeah. about it next week for sure. Yes, one hundred percent. We need. Yeah. You're going to need her to defend herself. Her I, I don't even want to get into it because then. I want it fresh. <laughs> uh, I did not watch it or it too for the same reason that Jeff. I I don't like I don't like the spooky things. It's not that I don't like the spooky things. I don't like going into a situation where that's the aim. It's just like, ah, I'm going to fucking get you. I'm going to get you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make you jump with a loud noise. Not yeah, jump, actual. Jump scares, jump scares are not my jam. With I, the uh, exception of Resident Evil 2 jump scares. That's the last time I've been genuinely fucked over by a jump scare. I don't like jump scares for the sake of them. But if you can get an atmosphere that's correct... Then I'm into it. I like a creepy game. I don't like a scary. I'm just in your face constantly game. Yeah, which no is why shit. I, I want to hear her talk about why she's afraid of umbrellas. Well, no, hold on. Now she's saying she's not anymore. Why well, it doesn't matter? You, at one point in your life, you were afraid of umbrellas, and I need to know why. Does being inside with like protection over your head bother you too, or is it just that you have to hold it? Or was it the mechanical surprise of just like flump? Because I, I gotta be honest, I hate holding an umbrella almost as much as I hate being wet. So I can't fig- I can't square that trade off. Uh, Actually, I got an umbrella been- that has some speed holes in it. Like it has like a flap on top <laughs> that allows the air to go through. And once you get one of those, it really improves your umbrella wielding ability. I would recommend it. Now I, I could see, I could see a fear developing if you were like 
poked in the eye by an umbrella. Like if you're walking with somebody and the umbrella's too low and those spokes That's are too how close she to your face. In her eye. She got poked with an umbrella. All right, we figured it out. It's all also oh, right it's, there. Oh, it's eye related. Yep. Yeah. There's something something about you and your eyeballs mm-hmm. that's I don't know I what's called going it. on. Those those little things have been too close to my your, eyes for your current too. eye injury. You weren't playing some back alley beer darts, were you? Because the last time you got you yeah, got they were a bum eye. Was last week. <laughs> Anywho, what else do we got? Yeah, well, I, I can't watch. I can't watch. I can't watch horror movies. Even like I understand that people can watch it as something that's funny. Like it's it's just. I can watch a movie that keeps you on edge if they're very subtle about their, you know, their jump scares. But a movie that's going to continuously, or a video game for that matter, that continuously just, just like, bah, here's something in your face. I'm not, I'm not a big fan of that. Correct. Yeah. I like the Saw movies. Like the original one, the second one. I, don't, I haven't watched any of the other ones. I, I don't like the body horror thing. Um, it's probably not spoiling it, but have you guys seen John Wick 3? Uh, no. No, but he shoots a bunch of people. Yeah, there's a scene in that movie that was body horror related, and I was just like, I really didn't want that in there. It it really turned off the movie for me for a good, like, ten minutes. But uh, the rest of it was fantastic. And yeah. I love how it's it just, like, slowly absorbs more and more action heroes. Uh, like, the guy from Iron Chef was the bad guy, and... I started seeing more and more like martial artists that are a little more obscure, but really, really good. So uh, I love that series. Sarah, I want to know what a clown ever did to your eyeball to be scared of clowns. (laughs) Dan, for somebody who's a fan of Saw, you should really play uh, Danganronpa. Oh, I've, I've heard good things about Danganronpa. It's basically a bunch of students that are the, they excel at everything that they do are trapped in a school forever the only way out is if they murder everybody else. Or sorry, they murder somebody and get away with it. And then it's all visual novel, detective based, where you got to pick up clues and figure out what's going on. See, that's that's I, I like about the Saw movies is like figuring it out or trying to figure it out. That's my my wife hates me at movies because that's my I spend the entire movie trying to figure out what the ending is. Now I have to take a notepad with me and write it down. So that when I'm right, I can just go, there it is, instead of yelling out the ending. My dad does that shit, too. Like, three minutes into a movie, they'll be like, oh, there's a babysitter we don't know about that did this 14 years ago. And you're like, how the fuck did you figure that out with the opening credits? <laughs> she stopped, taking, ooh, me, she stopped taking me to Nicholas Sparks movies, because there's always, like, a twist in, in the Nicholas Sparks movie. She likes them. They and, both have cancer. And, yeah, I, I, always, <laughs> I always have it figured out. Like, by the and. and I remember the one it had um, the chick from How I Met Your Mother in it, but she she was like the the main character. I'm like, oh, that person's a ghost and she's the dead mom. And I yelled it like with maybe 15 that, minutes left in the movie, and that was totally the right answer. And she hit me. Chick in from the arm. How I Met Your Mother. Uh, you mean the blonde woman from the reboot of Battlestar Galactica that we discussed at length on Last Flip and Sweet? Raz, who's not here to defend her, Karen something. Anyway, no. tangent. So, so really, you just like mystery movies, of which the horror any, movie was sort of, of thrown Of which into. any movie can be a mystery movie if you try hard enough. So I want to tie two of these together with one of my favorite movies. We were just talking about it, and we're talking about mystery movies. What about Clue? 
Clue's a fantastic a good movie. movie. An all-time classic. Yeah, did no. you get it at the end? Like, did you pick one of the endings correctly? I don't I remember which ending I got. I watched it, yeah. <laughs> it's been a long time. Enjoy the whole movie. I'm going to go home and sleep with my wife. <laughs> I I have played a good bit of um, Pokemon Masters, and it is not a game for me. It's when a game is immediately, I immediately find the autoplay button and just let it play for me. That's when it's not a very good game. All right. I have no idea what Pokemon Masters is. It's mobile, isn't it? Uh, you do. I mean, you tap the screen to attack. It's like it's a one-handed game. Um, the the gimmick is that you collect masters instead of Pokemon. So every every Pokemon master from all the different games, the gym leaders and whatnot, and they have their signature Pokemon. And you Max put, a, put a team of three. Four months finding every shiny Pokemon thinks that sounds boring to him. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't get something. To... I don't get the appeal considering a, how many it's Gasha, other. It's a Gasha game. It's it's you know put put a dollar in and see what Gumball comes out. Oh, yeah, I, got people, I mean, Georgia four cars. Po- Pokemon Pokemon isn't starving for games right now. Like you could pick up anything and play. There some are there are fourteen Pokemon, Pokemon games in the Google Play Store right now. Every yeah. kind of game they they've slapped Pokemon on, except they have not put Pokemon Puzzle Quest in the stupid. Right. There's I no Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. Player. Pokemon Mystery Dungeon's not on uh, iOS or uh, mobile. It is coming to Switch if it hasn't already. Wait, is that really a thing? Pokemon Mystery Dungeon? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh shit! It's a yeah. 3DS classic. Mm-hmm. One of yeah. the few Pokemon games I don't own. It's the, uh, <laughs> the the Pokemon Sealed and Sword Sealed and Shield and Sword news that we glossed over because Mex wasn't on is that there's not going to be an Elite Four this time around. They're doing it like tournament style to end the game. I'm all right with that. Yeah, I mean it's fine. It's I can't believe that they are still holding on to that play style after all these generations. So especially after I've destroyed the Elite Four countless times. Mm-hmm. Speaking of destroying the Elite Four, did you see Ash catch him finally is the champion? In it's, the anime, uh, it's been a long time coming. It's been yes, a twenty-year payoff. After twenty years, he finally is a Pokemon master. Well, now he can be the very best. They had to change the theme song, and people will be mad. They uh, they said a while back that if he ever won, that they would find a new protagonist. So I wonder if they're actually going to do that or not. Well, then Probably that just makes him the uh, the new Orange Island of count. the Elite Four, I guess. Maybe the um. There's like, you know, shit. Like people are talking, like the Sword and Shield is going to reboot the anime as well, and maybe Ash will be one of the gym leaders in that region. That would explain why it looks so hastily put together. What Sword and Shield? Goddamn Mm -hmm. Pokemon does he have by now? I don't know. 12, 13? He doesn't catch that many. He hasn't looked at Squirtle in like fifteen years. yeah, because it, I think didn't he caught he just let tons. Squirtle, but... Didn't he just let Squirtle go out and hang out with those other Squirtles with the with the sunglasses? Didn't, they, didn't he just go live with them? The Squirtle Squad? Does anybody know what I'm talking Squir- about? Squirtle Squad sounds vaguely familiar. I, I you're talking about the, the a specific squad. episode over a 20-year span of an anime I didn't watch. Yeah, we, we were also a little, just a touch too old for that to be like an appropriate thing to watch. Um, not, oh, not, no, I was not, on the not first say, couple seasons. Not to say but... I didn't watch it. I watched lots of stuff, but uh, yeah. you couldn't like talk about it with your friends. You get beat up, and put in a locker. 
I was on the very tail end of that. I think I saw the movie, and then I pretty much wrote off Pokemon, uh, Pokemon like right after that. Yeah, we would have been after like freshman <laughs> in high school. That's that is like right in the the toilet swirly. You come in talking about how good Pokemon two thousand was. But yeah. the joke was that everybody still watched, enjoyed, and played it, but they just kept it to themselves. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I mean Phil didn't. Phil was always like, "Hey, I caught." Are you gonna get the new Pokemon game? I played more Pokemon. And well, I was you like, "Shut the fuck up! There are people here that can hear you." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I just sit there and be like, "Oh man, there's more Pokemon." No, no, I can't do it. I'm I'm in high school. Actually, screw that. We were wasting all of our money on magic cards. So <laughs> I was, I was like, like cool I can only I can only support so many bad habits at once. So. <laughs> I traded I traded all of my Pokemon cards for magic cards. Um, and there's nothing. It's a bunch of old like. Ice Age and Arabian Night stuff, which you'd think would be worth anything, but it's not. It's all garbage. It really depends on what it is, because yeah. there's there's so many cards that were garbage forever, and then they're like, hey, we invented this new style of play called EDH, and then all of a sudden a bunch of just unplayable garbage is like, hey, that's a $50 bill now. Oh, hey, that's hey, old I prob- and I should probably playable? go back through my collection then. You really, I- really should, because you never know what kind of oddball crap is now worth a ton of money. Like, when we were when we were playing, there was this dumb uncommon land called Cabal Coffers that we were swimming in. We must have just like thrown away some of these things. They're fifty bucks a piece now. It's it's that worst feeling. Like I just threw money down the toilet because you have no idea what's going to appreciate. Yeah, that's why this time I'm holding on to my Detective Pikachu cards that I got when we went and saw the movie because I have no idea when that's going to be worthwhile. Never, never. because those the things never. that are made to be collectible will never be collectible, unfortunately. Yeah. That that and the random cards that I got out of a box of cereal. I do have my uh, Super Mario Brothers cereal amiibo box still. Yeah. Yeah. I have a a comic book that I got from Pizza Hut. It was like an old Marvel comic, but it was like the only comic that I ever kept in the wrapper. It, there's like a billion of them out there. Like literally every kid did that. <laughs> I don't think I like the the most expensive shit I have are like my game boxes. Like I never would have thought that like keeping my game boxes oh, was yeah. gonna you know be a profitable thing. But I have I that was something I always did. I just I flattened out all of my Nintendo boxes. And just put them inside the Nintendo box, so I have all the manuals, I have all the shit. So yeah, it's fun re- watching. When I want to retire, I'll liquidate all that. It's fun watching uh, old school game stuff. Now it's coming back up in price. Like however many years ago it was that GameStop was just liquidating all of their NES and Genesis, and they're just like, just take it away. It's like a dollar or three dollars, and now like every game that has any sort of recognition is like 15 bucks because um next summer i want to go see the angry video game nerd at one of the cons but i don't know what the cons are about so i have to pick which one is going to be more worthwhile and i want him to sign something and i was like shit what am i going to have him sign and i was thinking that i I was actually i don't have dr jekyll mr Hyde, but i do probably have some lgn games uh, I think because I actually played a shitload of this when I was a kid, I still have a copy of uh, Castlevania Simon's Quest floating around. So I think that would be a good one. I was also considering unframing my signed picture and having him just double sign it. <laughs> just be like, hey, I don't know who you are. Will you sign this? <laughs> but, Steph, what uh, language do you play 
uh, magic in? Like, do, do they have them in Greek or uh, what, what Turkish? What, what do they speak in Cyprus? I'm being very stupid. They're probably English. Yeah. I know there's a lot of English cards. I know they, I they think... are a lot of foreign language cards. Yeah, but I think they only come in like the the big languages like Russian, Japanese, Chinese. Um, pro- I don't even know if you can get them in like French or anything like that. I, I had a weird moment like that today where uh, Vortex asked me how big a pinball was, and I was like, "Oh, it's one and one sixteenth inch." And he said, "Can you un-American that for me?" I was like, "No, but Google can." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, hang on, let me do some browser math real quick. Learn right. your freedom units. Then I promptly went, USA, USA. <laughs> and it's the only nationalistic pride I've ever had in that moment. Yeah, just, <laughs> hey, listen, the United, like, our measuring system is way better for just, like, practical, everyday use. Yep. Math and science, yeah, metric <laughs> system all the way. But if you ever ask me to convert something for like a recipe or no, I'm going to the internet a hundred percent of the time. I'm not gonna. Oh yeah, that's I, I don't that. I don't ever use my like my assistant for anything. But I I hate Google all sorts of you know. <laughs> hey Google, pretend we join the rest of the world. What's this calculation? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I can't do it. So Steve, you sent me uh, privately something, and I um. You're going to need to do some translating if we want to use that service, if you know what I'm talking about. They do not offer any translation. Oh. Uh, shit. <laughs> so uh. <laughs> maybe find another one to pick. No, no, we're just going to Google Translate this. It was five okay. bucks. <laughs> Sounds good. the dice. I will get back to you at a later date. I'll, I'll probably be on on Monday. I'm not going to be able to stream with you guys, but I'll probably be talking with you in chat chat. it really depends getting ignored like everybody else yeah yeah it depends on what's going on because yeah like we're gonna be at the beach sage (laughs) should probably be asleep by then so oh yeah is there any update on the fiber that's that's what we were just talking about yeah i have steve has sent me the one that he wants me to get uh you two still need to be tell me the ones that you actually want me to reach out and we have to figure out what we want them to say I thought we did decide what we want them to say. We, 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 we did the intro. We need an outro, though, too, because the whole purpose of this was to get an outro. Ah. Remember, Clay said that, or somebody said that we didn't have a decent outro from the end of this. We need something How about, to play. that was game night now, don't you feel caught up? Uh, no, no, no. It's all going to be personalized per whoever we we hire. Like, I'm sure Ryan's will be semi-professional. Mine's going to be serviceable, if you can understand it. Uh, if <laughs> Yours should probably be that weird. Um, you should see if I want. I'm definitely. The white I definitely guy want Jamaican. The white I want the Jamaican. Jamaican. Yeah, yeah. need the Jamaican. Get, get the white guy who is a uh, Jamaican accent and the hillbilly to like co together mm-hmm. to, to make a really good one. We should each have them do half a diss track and just put them together. Yeah. But yeah, we will hopefully have an update on that maybe next week, if not next week, the following week. What uh, what happened to the background? We're streaming from the void right now. Uh, I don't know. We we've always Mex has had nothing in the background for a while now. No, no. Why? Yeah, what, what did happen to it? Uh, I don't know. I had a game night flip logo happening, and I don't know what where it went. 
It was either we run the podcast or we run the flip logo. His old computer couldn't handle it. There, there it is. Well, while we're having some downtime, do either of you know anything about RetroCon or Too Many Games? Too many both of them are cons. RetroCon's in Philadelphia. They're both in Philly. They're both in the same exact place. One's in usually June. The other one's usually in September. James has repeatedly showed up to both, so I have to pick which one's going to be better to go to. Too many games would get you a lot of the personalities I listen to. Now it's very, the very likely. The voices in your head are going to be at a con. Yeah, they'll be they'll be signing autographs and. No, very likely it's going to be oh, a hit and run. Like I'll be there just yeah. in time for the signing. Then I want to catch the panel, and then we're probably going to have to leave because I want to take my daughter and see people in cosplay. Because I think she'd get a kick out of that, but it cannot be an all day thing. It'll be like right. a here and go. Do we do we think that it's a good idea to film mechs trying to install a graphics card? Do you think that would make Absolutely. good content? Absolutely. Yes. What's make the... him do it himself. There is a single screw oh, and he'll need a screwdriver. Yeah, I was gonna say it. Just <laughs> I thought he was doing the motherboard, just the video card. Yeah, no, like I, I, literally, I, literally did, I literally did everything else for him. I think that he can do a video card. Well, he might have trouble with the clip that holds the back in place, or uh, did he get a new card, like a new new card? Yeah, he got a 2060S. Do they even require additional power anymore? Yes. Okay, because I know after the new architecture came out, some don't. I, you, do. You're actually uh, making me worry that maybe there isn't a. I think it requires a eight pin on his power supply, so we'll it see. Should be in there. Yeah, just look for the hole and stick it in there. Come on, you've done this yeah. before. <laughs> <laughs> I think. <laughs> That's what we should. I should have. We should have left the extra hole for Max and just put Shiny Chancy in that hole. Mm-hmm. That would have worked. Mm-hmm. We could always go back to my uh, my artist rendition of me too, if you guys want me to ditch the webcam. I think I, I probably have. I mean, just this, this is just going to be the rest of the show. It's just going to be me putting every asset that I have. <laughs> every annoying thing we have. Well, uh, didn't somebody post something a while ago that was like a replacement for each one of our pictures? And I think I got some sort of composer. You should just replace people uh, yeah. with their pictures. We're watching the Browns lose again. That's one of my favorite things I ever made. <laughs> that was the old subscribe notification. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> that was back when nobody was watching. Yeah, the good old days. The good old days. Yeah. Now. Like now. today. <laughs> hey, stay, now, Steph's here, get, and I'm really glad Steph's here. I get two or three autograph requests every time I walk to the bus now. It's because of game night now. Yeah, I can't oh, wait to just here's another good one. flood this crap onto my resume. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. I thought about putting VP of Marketing on there, but it would look weird if I put VP of Marketing and then, like, Senior Administrative Assistant. I, I made this one when <laughs> the United States beat the Netherlands in the when the Women's World Cup. That's your frickin'dell? Yeah, she eats the frickin'dell and then she throws it in the trash. Top-notch work. <laughs> Anywho... Uh, I guess we never got that outro that we were supposed to get. That's about all the time we have this week. It's starting to get really goddamn hot in here. Why is Very your room an oven? It's what actually, is it's going actually on not. It's actually room? not that bad this this week, but I feel like that's the that's the best heat. way to end a show.
Get a fan. Shiny champion yeah, wrecking ball. I think, somebody my, starts... I think my mic's too sensitive. If I put a fan in here, you'd be able to hear it. No, you can actually... Oh, I mean, you're supposed to be able to set like the low-range audio. Especially if you're going through... Or we're just going through Discord. We're not going through Streamlabs. Mm-hmm. Then disregard me. Oh, I mean, I'm going straight into OBS. Oh, yeah, in OBS, then you can, you can set a, a low range to avoid. Yeah, the thing about a noise gate is I, I feel... I don't put any vocal processing on my... That's how my I got mics. rid of that weird hum in the back of my pinball stream. Yeah. I think it makes people, make people sound a little unnatural. If I can get away with not putting any processing on, you get to hear the... the the sexiness that is my voice naturally. I, I kind of want to be auto-tuned. I will, I will auto-tune you. Do you want? Thank to... you. Yeah, we can do that. We want to make that. it the most annoying possible podcast we can have. It's not so much the wind that I feel is gonna is gonna get picked up. It's gonna actually just be the motor noise of the fan. Put it on low. I'd, yeah. I'd rather just complain about it being hot. You yeah, guys got anything hot. else you want to talk about? Nope. Uh, I've grown tired of you people. I'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'll catch you guys on enjoy your vacation enjoy your vacation steve and i pray to god and if max doesn't make it back next week it'll just be me and dan talking video games like it is every week yeah it's if, <laughs> if max doesn't come on next week it's just going to be a one-hour spoiler cast about fire Emblem three houses because i do want and to do that if, <laughs> if that's the case let me know because then i'll burn through the golden deer playthrough in a week yeah, well, if Steph, you guys well, Steph, spend Steph, the whole we have, time, we have an offer from Steph, so we, you know, mm-hmm. we might, we might have another person to talk to. There you go. I was gonna say, if, if all you guys do is that. talk about that, I'm just gonna go drink on the beach and turn on something else. Breaking Bad, the most overhyped TV show of my lifetime. Yes, Ooh. I've seen Breaking Bad. I feel like he asked that question because he really likes it, and that could be a good topic. Yeah, I watched the first season, and then I was like, eh. I came to it while the final season was airing, hearing the entire time that it was the greatest piece of television ever put to film. And I plowed through it in that like three week span. It was all right. It's it's I think it's like anything that gets hyped up out of control. Mm-hmm. Usually if you if you can't come to it naturally, you can you can enjoy it. But if you believe the hype going in, there is almost nothing that can meet you know what you know, Game, right. of Thrones, Game of Thrones. I'm Game I'm Thrones happy that I I'm happy TV that I got show. into before everyone talked about how great it was because I don't think I would have enjoyed it as much had I it's came a and expected the world. TV show that delivered for nobody, which is the best kind of show you can have. Every show has there ever been yeah. a show that ended good? Like, has there ever been a good ending? Um, no. Is it strictly the second time well, Futurama ended? I was about to say the new um, Dave Chappelle stand-up, but that's not really a show. That's just stand-up. Stand- I mean, yeah, no, I'm not. That doesn't count. I just like um, his after-show thing that he put up. I think Q&A that was really well done. Really well. Yeah, it was. No, I, I didn't I, even realize it was on there until like the next day. I heard somebody talking about it, and I was like, "Shit, I missed it." Yeah, we we caught it, and then he went through the whole thing, and I was like. I enjoyed the stand-up, but I actually enjoyed that part way more. I I love breaking into the minds of comedians. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, comedians and cars getting coffee is, like, I won't call it a guilty pleasure. It's just really good. I like when they talk about the life of what it's like to be a comedian and yeah. how their brains work. 
I'm not a huge fan of the Joe Rogan podcast, but if he has somebody on there that I like, I'll listen to him talk about DMT for two fucking hours. Yeah. Uh, But he just had Bill Burr on last week and they're talking about like random Tuesdays at the comedy store in the nineties. And I'm like, I will sit here and listen to every word you say about this because I'm enjoying every second of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've really liked um, comedians and cars getting coffee with Steve Harvey because he's, dials it back from his you know tv persona and he touches on what it's like to have to uh apologize for jokes but he talks about what it means to like have to apologize because now everything's so ingrained in social media that if you say a joke that people don't like the media structure will force you into an apology or they'll just abandon you forever in the context and... of a stand-up comedy show if it's said on a stage you have a free pass to say whatever the hell you want but you also have the ability to not listen yeah but Period. then he also talks about um how every like comedian the minute a tragedy happens they have the jokes but you have to wait a specific amount of time before you can say them but but he's like yeah, he's like every single person is just like I I know the joke I've already made about this terrible tragedy, and I was sitting there and I was like I kind of know what that's like, like just to be able to find that weird humor that you're not going to be able to talk about for a while. Mm-hmm. Steph, I'm going to need an example of a TV show that ended well, and the new Joker you know, movie definitely we... definitely looks interesting. Um, I'm hoping that this is going to be the start of DC stopping the whole DC cinematic universe nonsense and just go back to making good standalone movies. Ooh, altered carbon ended. Well, I never, I couldn't get through the whole way through that show. I fell off about three or four episodes in. No, I really like that. And they did a good job of wrapping it up so that I don't think they're ever going to make a a second season, even though I think it deserves it, but they wrapped it up well enough that you are fine. Like it ended and if it doesn't come back, everything was wrapped up well enough that uh, it's good to go. But it still leaves like a sliver of a window open to continue a story if they w- can do it. Of, of, of all the, the big, you know, everybody stops to watch shows, Friends had the least bad ending, but I would, would not call it. Nobody would say that the Friends, like season finale or series finale was the best Friends episode. It was it was fine. Personally. Seinfeld. Seinfeld, Seinfeld the worst, worst ending. ending. I remember that just ending. I was like, what did I just watch? How I Met Your Mother overstayed its welcome about three seasons. I like how Arrested Development ended. The first time? Its first run, yeah. yeah. I thought that was very well done. It's well, they, got, they, they got canceled. And they knew yep. that they didn't have to care anymore. But they at least <laughs> were given enough warning that they were canceled. The final five or six episodes of season three are some of my favorite episodes of that entire show. That's that's I need to go back and rewatch the that. Save that's... Our Bloops episode yeah. where they do the put on your 3D glasses now. <laughs> I think Iron Chef Japan ended well. <laughs> my uh, one of my old college roommates they used to show Iron Chef live on the Food Network when we were in college, like when it was airing. Yeah, and he we would be all he'd be all hammered up and he'd wake the entire house up and go everybody wake up it's two o'clock three o'clock in the morning iron <laughs> chef's on and he'd make us all come out on the couch and watch iron <laughs> chefs with, with with him 
after drinking Wait. like 14 hurricane high gravities. Was that the English version or the like the the legit Japanese version? Uh, I feel like it was dubbed. I feel like there was a dub. I don't know. I was really drunk and tired. Uh, the the best was the old Japanese one, just because they did some awful. Well, it was definitely no. It was the Japanese. It was the, it was the Japanese one, but I I don't think it was in English. I think it was like I think not dub, but I think there were subtitles. I don't, Subbed, think, it was, yeah. I don't think it was straight. You know. Straight dubbed in English. I I watched a dude make fish ice cream, and I was like, "That is brave." And then it, all the judges were like, "This is shit." And I was like, "Yep," but at least he tried, and but and I witnessed that. Tried. Yeah, I would have I would have liked to see friends and just making people mad. I think they gave everybody what they wanted, and while not the worst way to end a series, I think pissing off your entire fan base is a good way to end a series. On the flip side, though, I think Futurama had the best pilot episode of any TV show. Yeah, no, Future Futurama's that's how Futurama you write a pilot. Had, Futurama had some. Like, if we were going to make a list of the top one hundred episodes of TV shows, Futurama would have a lot of entries on that list. Mm-hmm. It was. I don't know if it was the point in life I was, where I you know I was in college and felt like I was a really smart person going to school to be a physicist, but like the jokes just really hit like hit home to me. In a way that no I other like, show did. I like all of Futurama better than seventy percent of The Simpsons. Oh, one hundred percent. I just saw a thing on Crack today, which made a lot of sense. Where um, they're like, "When did The Simpsons start to go wrong?" And they said it well, was just about the seventh and eighth season because that's when it's like golden age. That's when uh, Matt Groening or whatever his name is he stopped writing for Simpsons and moved over to Futurama mostly. And I think they scaled down their writing pool from 14 to like seven people. And that's, that was the start of the decline. Uh, but that kind of shows, cause I haven't paid attention to the Simpsons in a long time, although I will pay for the Disney system because I do want to watch all of the Treehouse of horrors that I have not been able to get my hands on over the past couple of years. Yeah. Season gonna... seven through nine had, um, you only move twice, which is the best episode of the Simpsons. Mm, the Hank Scorpio episode. Oh, that the, that's, that is a good episode. That is that, that would the be best on episode of the Simpsons. That would be on, uh, the, we should do a 100 best TV show episodes list. And I guarantee you, we would get, a lot more views than what we currently get. I, I think we're going to have to do that. But I'm going to have to rewatch the entirety of Married with Children before we do that. There's a lot of good, oh, there's a shit. Lot, there's a lot of good Married with Children episodes. Uh, we got Still a, the we best got ad new, on TV. We got a new um, TV <laughs> provider uh, that has the Logo Network, and they show nothing but Married with Children, and it's awesome. It was the best gift I got. Uh, my girlfriend got me for Christmas a couple of years ago. It was just the complete box set. I'm too lazy. I can't. I have so Absolutely many. No I have so many DVDs that I, I no. I can't. I can't do that. Sorry. I no. should clarify. I'll throw in any Darcy Jefferson Darcy episode. Not Steve. It's fuck Steve. No fun, Steve. <laughs> no, no problem. But I, I'm actually on board with TV shows or media of that nature. I prefer a physical copy at this point, just because it's getting harder and harder to oh, find yeah. that shit online, and nothing's guaranteed either. Because, like, you could be in the middle of watching something on Netflix. Uh, like, I I don't watch The Office. I've never seen I got it right the uh, there. Yeah. But <laughs> now, 
if I started watching it and I was like halfway through season one and then Netflix just ended it like because our contract ran out and I have to go find another fucking service probably have to pay way more money because you have to buy it as a season or per episode and I'm like at this point I'd much rather just have a physical copy that I could return to whenever I specifically it is leaving in 2021 NBC Universal is making their own streaming service. Have they, have they officially announced anything yet? Just that the office is moving to it. That, but but they have. They actually have said that they're going to make a streaming service. Because I've I've been trying to make a, an argument at work that uh, Comcast, who, the parent company of NBC, is going to buy Netflix. That'd be an interesting play. I think they're the only ones mm-hmm. that are that the only ones that haven't announced a, a plan for the streaming future. They have obviously have the I, capital to do it. I do feel like that would be the end of what makes Netflix Netflix, though. Probably, because but the, if, what if you makes that Netflix special, Netflix makes is, no, no make, Netflix makes no money, and they are completely yeah. positioning themselves to be sold right now. They cannot survive in a world with uh, HBO Max and Disney Plus going at each other, trying to, to to get as much value into it as possible to go on at each other. Netflix is going to be the fallout in that war. So, yeah, Dis- Disney Plus is going to be a monster. And just you, a, you don't an absolute think monster. about how big HBO Max is now too. Like there's a I, lot of there's a lot of content that you don't realize is in that vault. In I that do Warner, not know like that Warner Brothers vault is enormous. I don't know what's on HBO Max because uh, we our two systems that we split are Netflix, which we're watching less and less by the day, and go watch Hyper um, Amazon Prime. It which you buy individual TV stations. So right now we have HBO and I think like stars because we were watching something specific. So we can catch whatever shows are on HBO, but I I actually don't know what HBO max is. It's, it's Warner brothers. So it's just Warner's streaming service. So it's the entire catalog just put under the HBO name. Yeah. They use the, they just, they're, what they're going to do is HBO now, HBO go, whatever their current streaming service is. They're just going to turn all these customers into HBO Max customers, and they're bringing in their entire library of everything. Uh, there's, yeah. I mean, that's I think Nickel, I guess that's like Nickelodeon. That's all that shit is all Viacom, Viacom, you know, all that. It's there, and, and Netflix can't compete with that. Did I did I mention that I signed up for VRV a little while ago? No. Yeah, because uh, they put Rocco's Modern Life on Netflix. They made like a new, I think it's uh, just a, a, movie. Yeah. a movie. They also made an Invader Zim movie. Yeah. There was a new Hair Arm one too, and a, and a Wild Thornberries. And uh, the only one I'd be interested in was uh, whatever that middle one was. Did you say Doug? Uh, Wild Thornberries? No, no, before that. Invader Zim? Nope, after that. Uh, <laughs> hey Arnold. Hey Arnold. Yeah, maybe. I saw Move a little bit of Hey Arnold. That was the end of my cartooning when I was a kid was that specific era. I got, a late, I got a late jump on cartooning because my parents were too cheap to buy cable. So I didn't have anything until I was like 10. And so like I had a lot of catching up to do. I, uh, my parents... Uh, in retrospect, I definitely couldn't afford it, but I was addicted to Nickelodeon and couldn't live without it. So I got to see like all of the best stuff when I was a kid in the what was left of the '80s and early '90s before mm-hmm. Rugrats I was done with Nickelodeon. Surprisingly, still holds up. I just watched like four episodes back to back on Nicktoons. Stuck in my head now. Yeah, there, there's there's all sorts of weird stuff 
from your formative years that sticks in your head like whenever i'm on a shopping spree like buying shit for the holidays and i just keep getting that feeling that i'm putting my card <laughs> in a machine or swiping it there's a scene in one of the Rocco's Modern Lives where he gets his first Very credit card, card and it's just like a montage of him swiping it and the guy hands it back to him and it's like melting in his hand. <laughs> and that's that's immediately what comes to mind after like my fourth or fifth using it in a yeah, day. I'm just me, like, it's, it's melting. Uh, turn the page, wash your hands. Then you turn the page, <laughs> then you wash your hands. Now, I can't think of the last time I looked through like a book or a magazine, but that anytime I do, that's what's in my head. Anytime yeah. that I'm at a restaurant, I think of the scene where Heifer is just squirting restaurant ketchup into his mouth and just going, there's just something about restaurant ketchup. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> you got to get that off-brand ketchup that's just called all, fancy it, ketchup. It's also because, ketchup? It's, it's also because it's room ketchup. temperature. But we won't get into an argument about room temperature ketchup right now because we are out of time. Clay, we'll see you next week.